pals. <coughs> Hi, pals, and welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> And now, Disneyland Paris News! In an attempt to fight understaffing, Disneyland Paris has lowered its recruitment age to 16 years. Images of the Avengers deployment vehicle have been released. Hong Kong Disneyland will officially reopen April 21st. The new, logo, the new logo has been revealed for Disneyland Paris Hotel. As part of the 30th celebrations, Imagineers took part in a 30 Years of Imagination conference at Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel Conference Center. Arabus Brothers open a new location in Disney Village. The Main Street Quartet return to celebrate the 30th anniversary. Can I just say, because this would bother me if I was listening, I think it, it's called the Disneyland Hotel and I put the Disneyland Paris Hotel. I think probably just as I was typing, my hands are so used to typing Disneyland Paris that it just came out naturally. Or maybe Autospell did it. I can't remember. Can I just throw a disclaimer in? Because, you know, I like to do that with technology and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. We I've wouldn't bought... be Disneyland Paris show if, if Chris didn't give you a little technolo technological so disclaimer. We have, we have a four um, input... Uh, device for our microphones and I've plugged them into the wrong three which is why I was very quiet during the news then but hopefully um, it'll be oh, just were, about yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah I'll just check in there yeah, I'm, gonna I, you're quiet. I'm just I'm, I'm reworking it but everybody's settings were wrong um, but we were having visual problems so I wasn't focusing on the audio um, now I have and hopefully it'll be alright we shall see what happens give us a thumbs up guys but we we do care yes we do our absolute best our to get this down. the best quality we possibly can so or two thumbs like this if you like and we let, we let Chris do all of it. And me and Hugh just sit here looking really pretty. Uh, before we do the news, though, there's some very important housekeeping, which mm. is uh, um, cup news. Oh, oh, is it indeed? it's your time. I now have my very own tiki cup, which isn't really a tiki cup. No, I've been a little reticent about joining in the tiki cup thing because, and this is going to seem odd to you, I don't like drinking out of vessels I can't see into because I, I don't know if they're clean and if there's stuff floating in them. And I just, I prefer to see into my glass. You also moaned about the, the um, size of the rim as well and how it felt when you were drinking out of one the other week. Yeah, my lips don't like mm. rims. Such a princess. Anyway, <laughs> so, so listeners, uh, Lucy's got a, a... We were in we were in the strawberry. range. The range. It's just a other, other budget shops are available. Mm -hmm. And we bought a clear strawberry-shaped beaker thing with a straw coming out of it not technically and, and a tiki leaves, cup and leaves on mm. but i really like it it's it's, it's kitsch but um i yeah. like it drinks feel more refreshing coming out of a strawberry chris's tiki cup is empty as is mine uh, but true. we're going to be having this now chris saw me tweet about this so you'll know exactly what it is but uh, i bought the weekend uh, a complete sucker for a bit of branding i bought uh, some barrett wham flavored um drink and wham is the uh, barrett um, chewy bar which I didn't realise was raspberry flavoured because this there is um, it's sugar free, so you won't like it because you'll have that awful aftertaste <laughs> that you don't like. But it's raspberry flavour, still spring water. Um, I suppose it vaguely tastes like wham. Have a go on that. Um, but like, if this was if if this was just raspberry flavoured water, I wouldn't have looked twice at it. Even though I love the flavour of raspberry uh, or raspberry, if you like. Um, but because it said wham on it, I had to have it, and it's very very mediocre. I, I'm quite looking forward to this, not not necessarily because I'm going to enjoy it, but because um, I've had a bit of a retro weekend this weekend, because on Friday, and I'm counting Friday as the weekend, good Friday, on Friday I uh, I went to the arcade club in Leeds, which is basically a massive arcade with classic um, consoles in it, so I've been playing all kinds of, uh, of classics, and a bit of Wham uh, alongside that feels pretty apt. Wham Ageddon. Anyway, Should we talk about Disney? This would be nicer if, it was, nicer if it was fizzy. Let's talk Disney. Let's talk Disney. You do like a nice fruity fizz, don't you? I'm sorry if I'm making anyone need the toilet right now. Oh, that's intense. I just did it as well, Chris, so... Uh, 
You didn't squeeze it through the lid, though, did you? ASMR crazy, which I hate, actually. But Right, let's discuss this. Let's discuss it. Um, There's all the Disney parks. This is a problem. I don't know about the Asian parks, but it's a problem in the US. It's a problem in Paris. Are struggling to get their staff back. Here's an idea. Pay them more. But that's a different conversation, <laughs> honestly. If they're, if they're 16, you don't have to. Well, exactly. Saisons. So they've, um, yeah, they've lowered their recruitment age to 16 years old in an attempt to sort of fill some of those gaps. And as you say, they won't need to pay them as mm. much. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Um, this is, I, there are some stipulations. I translated the advert on Google Translate. So this is all from the actual advert that's trying to recruit. Um, but they have to have uh, con- conditions include an eight-hour maximum work day and two consecutive days of rest a week. Two consecutive days of rest a right. week. Now, I'm not clear if this is laws for under six, for not under 16s, under 18s, or if this is French labour laws, because I have heard that French labour laws are watertight. So right. that might exist anyway, but that's in the advert. So, yeah, 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 I'm just saying. Mm, um, but I, I don't know. You see, the thing is about Disneyland Paris is I think a lot of people, however little to get paid, it's still the dream job to yeah. be there. And so you get real quality, dedicated staff and it's wonderful. This, anyone over the age of 16, or not anyone, anyone who gets the job over the age uh, age of 16 is making me a little nervous but you could it's be, cheapening it a little well you feel like it is but for a 16 year old whose dream job is to work for disney this could be the start of their 30 year journey and in the 60th anniversary they could be there on yeah. main street going look at these people who've been here for 30 years you're absolutely all because right. of this opportunity you're absolutely right they could or i'm just thinking of the teenage waitresses down our local carvery and how utterly gormless they are but hopefully <laughs> Um, Disneyland Paris can recruit some slightly more sterling talent. I guess time will tell, <laughs> won't it? It will. <laughs> it will. Yeah. And and also they're not all in um, customer-facing roles as well. They're looking for them in um, housekeeping and yeah. all sorts of things. So there you go. That's mm. just an interesting development. Yeah. Can I just tell you a picture, uh, a bit of picture news, just for, for you choosing the order in which you're going to do your stories? Yes. When I go into the picture thing, it's not going to be the Avengers deployment vehicle first. Okay. <laughs> so, we've got a new logo that has been really re- revealed, revealed for the Disneyland Hotel. Let's have a little look. Ooh. Now, Hugh, do your um, audio descriptive thing. Okay, we're looking at a, um, uh, a visual representation of the roofs of the Disneyland Hotel in gold with some stars underneath. The five stars. Uh, and a very nice typeface that says Disneyland in a large um, um, size. And underneath in uh, is, is Son's <laughs> typeface is the word <laughs> hotel. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, just Google it. I can't get past, I want to jump straight in and say, and I've done it several times, but I can't get past the fact that the image of the uh, of the roof at the top looks like a guy sticking his thumbs up like that. It looks like a oh. guy in a witch's hat going, hey, and then there's two other witches behind him. Sorry, her. her. Well, yeah. I think it's, as well as a representation of the roofs of the Disneyland Hotel, it's meant to be a crown, I think. Yes, they did. I, I, I yeah. heard that as well. I like it, actually. You're getting crowned, really you're getting like the roofs. It. I like that the Y is kind of that, that split um, elm tree shape with the star going down into it, gives it nice symmetry. I really like this. It's very classy as well. Magical by Sarah says, uh, someone had fun on clip art. Very basic. Oh, Simplistic, really? I would say. I do I like it. I go simplistic. I quite like I it. I do like it a lot. I like the Y. Has it, you know how... It's got a nice Y that splits the, down the middle. Mm. The thing on YouTube now is um, CGI artists react to bad CGI and political analysts mm. react to political ads. Well, you are a graphic designer. I want graphic designer reacts to graphic design. I, it's, it's, it's nice. It's simple. I think the only thing that complicates it slightly are the stars uh, that are underneath that the, the roof yeah. uh, mm. image. But they're there to represent the five stars of the hotel, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> it does. But do you know what? It's, um, 
I think it's I think it's four stars. It's smart. I give it four stars. It's smart. Yeah. It looks very upmarket. It, it's a good logo for the highest level yeah. hotel at the resort. And you know, we're not, I'm not poo pooing a magical by Sarah's comment because if that's what you think, then uh, you know I can't argue with that. That's uh, you know that's it, how, that's how you see it. That's fine by imagine, me. Imagine this thought has just popped into my head. Can you imagine the price of the Disneyland hotel rooms when? It reopens, given the price rises we've seen at the Cheyenne. You know what yeah. I mean? We, it's going to be a thousand pounds a night. I just can't. In fact, it already was at certain times of year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I can't. I think it's going to make your eyes water. I think I might have to give up my dream of ever staying there, which makes me very sad. It, it felt like a once in a lifetime thing before. Mm-hmm. Like if you were going to do that, you almost paid for a for a Walt Disney World holiday, basically. Yeah. And now it's going to definitely be like that. So yeah, it, it does make it pretty inaccessible. Well, thing is, I always used to, what you do to yourself is you look at the price of the Santa Fe and then you go, mm-hmm. oh, but an extra £150, we could stay at Sequoia Lodge. And then, oh, I'll think about that. And oh, do you know, for an extra £100, we could go Golden Forest. But if we do that, why not stay at the new pop bit? You know what I mean? You talk yeah, yourself but- into it. But what you do is you get to that level and then you look at the Disneyland Hotel and you go, oh, for double the cost. <laughs> well, just look at the you jump know. in price to, to the Marvel Hotel now already. Oh, yeah. The, the jump from New Pop Bay to Marvel mm. is massive. I, it's I don't, huge. I don't know what Golden Forest is. It's the it's club, level. club club version level. of uh, club level of Sequoia. Sequoia Lodge. Oh, so uh, um, Newport Bay is called something else. Something else. Uh, Newport Bay is called Compass, Compass, Club. Compass Club, and then mm-hmm. there it's. Oh, I, didn't, I thought I thought Compass Club was just across all the hotels. So all right, so each hotel has its own its own club name level. for the yeah. club level thing. They do. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. We accidentally well, started to the, wander the down the corridor yeah. and got yeah. pushed back. Very good. Um, anyway, so it's, the theme is to be royalty. This is general royalty. So they're opening themselves up to you. Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Frozen, mm-hmm. Rapunzel, sorry, Tangled. Alonwin. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Your favourite Disney princess. Yeah, the Alonwin. So it's not just princesses. It's, I, they are saying royalty as opposed to princesses. But I think that's a very clever move for this particular hotel because... Somewhere like, again, Sequoia has gone down the Bambi route mm-hmm. and, and it's very channeled, isn't it? And of course, Marvel Hotel is Marvel Hotel. Yeah. This is really kind of, it, it can cross various decades and various different tastes. And I think they've got some very expensive suites that are all themed to different um, royal families and princesses mm. and things. Where's Chris going? This is, we're as oh. nonplussed as the rest of you, no, by the way. Uh, plug, oh. Quickly plugging in his battery. Anyway, let's, let's okay. go. He, he, he was trying to be discreet, but uh, there's no hiding the fact that he's just walked off the camera and looks urgent. So, um, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> while, while, oh. <laughs> Um, let's start then. Hong Kong Disneyland is officially going to reopen. Now, just let me give you a little rundown of the traumatic two years that Hong Kong Disneyland has had. It was amongst the first parks to close along with Shanghai on January the 20th. In tw- No, sorry. In January of 2020. It reopened after five months into June and then it closed only one month later in July. And then it remained, it reopened in September and closed again in December. So it opened and closed twice or three times, depending mm-hmm. which way you look at it. It then opens in February of 2021 and manages to stay open throughout the rest of 2021, except, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know about this, they closed for one day in November after they got a single case confirmed. Sprayed the whole place down. They got, a, I think it was a single guest. Um, notified them and they shut it for a day. Now, can you imagine if somewhere like Disney World or Disneyland Paris did that for a single guest? They clung on, clung on. Mm, Anyway, and then it closed again this January. Two years after its first closure, it closed again this January. But the joyful thing is it reopens on April the 21st, which is in four days' time from where we are now. So it's had another four, more than four-month closing. But it's back. Shanghai didn't do that, did it? It it was the first to close, and it has closed again recently. But it didn't have all those yo-yo opening and closings in between. I don't think. 
I think it was just quite successful when it went. So all the best of luck to Hong Kong and anyone who may be visiting there. I think um, I do know someone who was on a uh, Asian cruise and had disembarked at Hong Kong the day that it closed on the in January 2020 and just turned up at Hong Kong and they went, we've shut Disneyland. And oh. they were like, what? And they Got were Disney it. fans who had gone just for the purpose of that. I mean, just nightmarish. But with this going on, I think it'll be several years before. I mean, we're not planning on doing an Asian tour yet, but we are like bucket list in the next 10 years. We'd like to do all the Asian parks, but that won't happen until COVID has disappeared because it's just too much of a risk to go over there and do that. Yeah. Right. Now you're back, Chris. Yeah. Shall we look at this very exciting image of the ADV? Well, just before we do, can I just read out what Mark Riley's put in the chat? Because yes, uh, I need it right now. Yes. Mark just said, been listening to your podcast version the last few weeks. And I just wanted to say that I really appreciate all the work you've put into making the sound so good. It's so clear. Oh, thank you. <laughs> when I'm running around with technical issues, like I have done for last, like last week and this week, it's quite nice to know that some of it's going right. <laughs> we applaud you. There we go. Thanks. Thank you. That really does. We do. Just wanted put, to pat myself on the back a little bit there. We do. I say we. Chris does put a lot of effort into the technical side of this, and it's nice to have a little affirmation. And, and a big shout out as well to all the Patreon subscribers who actually made this possible because yeah. these microphones were all purchased through Patreon dollar. Dollar. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Right. Your picture, yeah. My picture. Let's have a gander. Hugh, if you would. Oh uh, well. <laughs> we are looking at a blocky car with some blue lights on it. Locky. Blocky, not Loki. Um, I don't know what this is. I'm going to tell you. It's a chunky car with the Avengers logo on the side. I shall tell you what it is. It is the Avengers deployment vehicle and it is... Oh, right. Yes. Well, the information I have is that it was designed by Tony Stark and Shuri of the Wakanda Engineering Corps. And it's to bring the Avengers into the campus. Yeah. It's used to transport Avengers around the campus. Now, I think that basically this... But they've will, got a Quinjet. It's so strange because it's such a small... It's going to be such a small campus. I presume that this is how meet and greets are going to arrive and that there'll be some kind of small um, streetmosphere things going on with it. But if a garage door opened and this drove out and drove three metres <laughs> onto the tarpac... However... I laugh and I joke. These kind of details and this kind of, well, it's immersion, isn't it? It it really does matter. We make a joke about how far they have to drive, but it's um, it's got a backstory. It fits a theme. It'll have Captain America's thing out as rich of it. as the Thunder Mesa backstory. I would yeah. say. It's, yeah. it's got it's got a cup holder. <laughs> Yeah. Air conditioning. You can charge your phone and everything. Um, it's what we all want to see, though. Spider Man. Um, arriving in a car it always <laughs> bugged me when uh spider-man you could buy a spider-man flying car i don't know that wasn't it. it was a you could buy a superman action figure with a flying car why does why does, why does it, superman it, need it, a flying car well unless he's got a lot of luggage to or take get, with maybe him. he's just got a guest with him um does uh, does French French Captain America travel in that car? <laughs> yeah, I would never do that. <laughs> yeah, I would, I'd never do that. He sits on the wrong side there. <laughs> Tony Stark does he does Iron Man sit in the car to come <laughs> to come into the campus? Are you trying to get me to do that Irish Iron Man voice that I do? <laughs> um, let's take the uh, um, what's it called this car? <laughs> the, event, called? the deployment, the Avengers depo- um, deployment. Let's take the um, deployment of, of oh god. <laughs> <laughs> it's here. It's here. Let's take the Avengers deployment vehicle. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> it has gone Irish. Very good. Um, but in all seriousness, this gives us a glimpse of what we will experience when we go to Avengers Campus later this summer, which we will do. Now, just on that note, mm. we've all suspected end of May, beginning of June. Oh, you just answered Derek C's question. Uh, Derek's uh, first time joining the chat today. So Hi, Derek. Thanks for joining us, Derek. Uh, and anyone else who's new and all the regulars, we love you all equally. But uh, at the moment... Derek Mosso, uh, but he's saying he'll be visiting DLP for the first for the first time in June, and he's curious to see if it will be open, especially since he was somewhat disappointed by DCA's campus. Ooh. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, interesting. Um, Just lower your expectations. That's what I do with everything. No, lower them, lower them right down to the ground, and I you'll be fine. Gonna... You'll be fine. Do, do they have an Avengers deployment vehicle? Probably <laughs> not. No, that's a question. Hey, um, they got Prius. 
This, Derek, <laughs> is based on absolutely no inside knowledge whatsoever. But there have been heavy rumours that it's going to be the end of May, beginning of June. What we basically mean is the UK Bank Holiday Week is where most people have been going. It'll be then. Um, but I give it a week. And if they haven't announced it, I don't think it'll be then. No. I think it's getting very, very close. They're dropping Given things every couple of days at the moment. Though, they they? are, so to be fair. It's getting close. Especially because the... The 12th of April, we are officially in the 30th now. Mm. And this is meant to be like the centrepiece of the 30th is the fact that we've got a whole new land is how they're advertising the 30th. It has don't to be soon. But <laughs> I don't think it could go longer than a week or maybe 10 days without them giving an, an announcement of a date and it still be the end of May. I think mm-hmm. given that they have to do previews, they have to do press days and all these uh, people who go on press days and all this, they have to travel and arrange. Mm. I don't think that it can, I think we're getting very, very close now. Very close. Speaking of the end of May, here's the beginning of Faye because Faye has just joined us also for wow. the first time in the chat today and she's looking forward to, <laughs> to going in September and a little boy Teddy is a huge Marvel fan. Oh, so, we love the name so, Teddy. You know, pretty nailed on that it'll be open by then, isn't it? It will Some... by September because they've said summer 22 and if it's not open by September, they've downright lied to us. So Sometimes, Hugh, you remind me of a... a, a <laughs> Uh, BBC broom cupboard kids TV <laughs> presenter. <laughs> and next on the BBC, <laughs> it's um, it's cartoon time with Tom and Jerry. <laughs> I love Simon that. Tom and Jerry was never on the broom cupboard. Where's Bell and Sebastian? I don't know. So, well, did, yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, but I, I liked it when they'd random, they just dropped in a random Tom and Jerry. I yeah. want to go for the opening. And unless I have a really big event on at work, and unfortunately I do have a couple of big events coming up, I I feel like I might drop everything and that because I've been threatening a last minute trip for ages. We haven't booked anything for August yet, even though that's our kind of backup. We're going to Walt Disney World in May, and then when I come back, I want to be there for the opening of Avengers Campus. That's my dream. Come Watch in August. Space. We've got lots of great plans. Come when we go. That might we'll happen. Yeah, yeah, do you know what? We're, we're, we're looking at schedules and uh, we'll probably just tag along with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we yeah, probably yeah. will. Come join us. I've, I've booked Agrabah, Hugh. Oh. 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 <laughs> See, I'd, I'd go in there and just pick at oh. things because the food doesn't oh, excite the me. But The food doesn't excite oh. me, but the atmosphere. <laughs> I love Agrabah. Hugh, can you, can you do Robin Williams having a conversation with Owen Wilson, please? Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> I, I tell you, he, he does do that. He does say, oh. I didn't know what was going on there. I promise you he does. Oh, that's really tickled me. Okay. Uh, that ball bloke just said, Hugh, definitely channeling Andy Crane, which is a uh, reference to some, <laughs> yes, of the, Andy uh, Crane. some of the US uh, listeners might not guess. I was thinking, it was the one called Mark or Mike? Uh, Mark was, Curry. Uh, oh, no, Mark he was Curry. That's Curry. What yeah. think, that's what I was thinking of. Mark uh, Curry. I'm like a cross these between are, the two. These are children's <laughs> TV presenters, circa 1989, when these three little people. And one of them was in uh, the UK version of Toy Story 2. I think it was just. Was it just? That was Andy. Oh, Peters. Andy Peters. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Know, I know. But was, <clears throat> was that just the European version, or was it uh, America as well? I think he was. I don't know. Was he not in the American one? Yeah, if, I don't think he is. Yeah, I think it was a. It was a. If you've ever heard Toy Story 2, where one, one of the baggage handlers just sounds really out of place, and he goes. Hang on, there's another one in here. That's it. It's Andy, it's Andy Peters. It's Katzenberger interviewed him, didn't he, on Channel Four? Uh, were you just going to say that? The, that, the story behind it was that it it was kind of to promote Toy Story. They, uh, he did a tour of the Pixar Studios mm. and he interviewed <clears throat> people and he talked to Katzenberg. And then he went and can he, I was, do a voice? he was a bit of a goofy guy. He went, "You let me do a voice while I'm here? Can I do a voice?" And there was clearly like the production team were like, mm, oh, "All right, okay, <laughs> let's find a line." And then he did, and he was in the final film, and it was like, what? Um, oh, fun times. Fun <laughs> what, times. What's this podcast about again? What yes. are we doing? Disney, Disney. Oh, yeah. We're talking Disney. Disney. Right. We're talking Disney. Right, got it, yeah. Right. Okay, Aribus Brothers. Mm. Yeah, these are the glass blowing. They do blow glass, don't they? But they do other things as well. They sculpt uh, gla- glass product people who are in uh, Harrington's on Main Street, now, the, th- the thing is, they've become such a thing. I don't know who's twisting whose arm to, like, get them in all these places in Disneyland Paris, but they have pop-up shops in um, the world of Disney. They've got pop-up shops on the main street in the Disney village, and then they're, they're in the castle, and they're in Harrington's. It's like a big thing. Have you ever bought a glass ornament from anywhere? Would you? 
Uh, have it's I ever just, bought a glass ornament? No. It's just a strange thing to me. Anyway, they've now taken over um, the Disney Fashion Junior shop in the village. Now, that's quite a big location and quite central real estate. And again, I'm not clear if this is a pop-up shop or if this is them going all in in it. So they're now <clears> going to have like three locations um, but this is where they've settled on having the permanent nail bar. Now, they had it briefly in, uh, what was it? Oh, li- Lily's. Yes. Yes, Lily's Boutique. Yes, they did. They had it briefly in Lily's Boutique. And we did, it, they, they said it was for like four weeks only. And we thought, now, are they trialing something they're going to bring out permanently? And it was lots of money for one or slightly less money for two. Yeah, but I liked that because I think if me and Bonnie did it yeah, together, it, a, it would be far couple, nicer. Yeah. 60 yeah. euros. Um, so they, they have got this permanent nail bar now in this Arebus Brothers thing. And also you, they've got um, a glass painting station for kids. Now this makes it more palatable to me because you've got like little um, Disneyland Paris glasses that are just black paints and then the kids can paint them in. And they've got a little, like if you've ever been to like these pot- pottery things, we've got one called Crafty Owls around here. Hmm. You know, the kids paint pottery. So it's like that. Now that does look more like something I feel like we would do on holiday and we would spend money for than um, these really expensive glass ornaments they have. Hmm. But that is now in Disney Village, quite a big location. They also have this week only glass Easter eggs with the same thing. The kids can paint glass Easter eggs. Mark Riley says, Erebus, we blow. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I like that. Do you want to hear Andy Peters on Toy Story 2? Yeah, go on. Hold it. There's a couple more bags coming to the terminal. <laughs> That's the voice of my childhood. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. I was getting a bit old by the time Andy Peters came Hold on. Hold it. I got the tail end Hold of Andy it. Peters. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. That's the voice of Lucy coming <laughs> back at us again. Don't need to hear that. Um. Right. Now we're on to the 30th anniversary stuff you would have thought this would kind of come front and center of today's discussion Mm. as it was um it was all over in a little bit of a whisper and a fart if you'll excuse the expression (laughs) but everyone who was there said it, it was charming and nice and they were glad to be there on that day and it was enjoyable but we didn't get the big bells and whistles that we got at you the 25th you have to really like that parade song as well because my word did they play it a lot they did and they, kept, they did the flash mob at least three times I think was it a flash mob though was well, it really well it, it was, was the first time it was four or five people kind Second of trying time. to join in it was, it was like um, it was like red coats Trying to get people yes, dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a bit weird. Come on, guys, <clears throat> arm up. Yeah, all that. And there were far too many moves. But it, it was it was fun. And yeah. I think there was a lot going on on Main Street. The This is what's brought me onto it. The um, Main Street Quartet, who were their original 1992 Main Street barbershop quartet, mm-hmm. they were back on Main Street sort of shaking hands and doing interviews and just being there. But I believe that they sang as well. There was some execs out and Imagineers out, you know, Natasha Rafalski was there and um, there was just a bit of a a more carnival atmosphere than usual. Now, even before COVID, we knew the 25th was something really, really special and this is what I would have expected for the 30th, honestly. And I still maintain what they've done in terms of decoration, even merchandise, and I, I still maintain they've done a really good job on this 30th. You know, the yeah. logo, everything, the branding, the drones, the after show. I think they've done a fantastic job. And when we get Avengers Campus as well, it will be amazing. But the general, there isn't a lot of news this week, given that we've just had the 30th anniversary. It just isn't. However, the other thing that happened was they had... There was a lot of words in this. The 30th celebration, Imagineers took part in a 30 years of imagination conference at the Hotel New York Tony Arts Baxter and Marvel Conference. It? Tony Baxter was there. Yeah. Tom Delaney was there. And then, I'll be honest, I don't know these names as well. Beth Clapperton, Tracy Eck, Bjorn Hegerwagen. Bjorn Hegerwagen is... Uh, involved in Avengers Campus. And I think, is it Tracy ah. Eck is as well? There was definitely a couple of people there were were talking specifically about that um there's one of the i can't remember who else was there 
I've watched quite a bit of it. I can't remember. It's, it yeah, I was just going to say it was live streamed and is still on the yeah. Disneyland Paris YouTube channel. Uh, it's two hours and a quarter. So we, I was actually saving it for one evening for me and Hugh to kind of watch in its entirety. There's but a highlight. I'm, there's quite a few people have put highlight shortened versions on YouTube as well. So if you just oh, want to get the the basic news then it's you, you can kind of get that but in all honesty the main news that was in there was the disneyland hotel logo <laughs> yeah i don't think it was ever it's not like d23 where it is announcements and news no. i think it was just a discussion with our heroes at the end of the day bob chapek and bob Iger are not my heroes it's tony baxter mm-hmm. and jim shull and joe Rody and people like that they're the heroes John said uh, he watched the whole the whole panel. He loved it. Very interesting comment from Tony Baxter about how there's spare yeah. land in Adventureland for future yeah. development. That expansion pad has been I, back back in the day in 1992. That was kind of highlighted, and we've got this expansion pad. So keep coming because we're going to build on it. And then 25 years, 30 years later. But I think. This, they made it very clear that the studios is where the expansion's mm. happening at the moment. So I don't think there's anything going to happen soon. I maintain Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Park is close to being the perfect Disney Park mm. from the ones I've been to, just in terms of layout, balance, guest flow. I think it's just magical. And so I'm not desperate for them to open an entire new wing and maybe ruin certain guest flow things. While ever they've got another park that is hobbling the way it is, I'm like, yes, put your money there, make it massive, put anything you want in. Then they and, can build another park with the yeah. land that they've got for the for the other park. And mm. then they can think about doing something to the, to the Disneyland park when there's enough space for other things to be happening at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Also at that conference, some lucky guests found, I've put golden tickets, they weren't golden tickets, they were just passes under the chair um, to meet the Imagineers afterwards. Mm. I would absolutely bleed from my eyes if I bent down and there was a ticket to go and meet Tony Baxter. Yes. I really would. In fact, the problem is I can't think right now what I'd ask him and I've so many things I'd want to talk to him about that I would probably talk about nothing. You know when you're so overwhelmed that you just go, ah, yeah, you go yeah, you just go, um, wh- wh- was it nice yeah. when you did it before? Was it nice? What is it like being an Imagineer? <laughs> That's what I'd say. Where do you get your ideas? Uh, mm. Yes, so... Right, guys, I think that's everything I've got for solid news. I've got some extra... Th- oh! What? I've got... To me, this is the biggest piece of news this week. Warn me when you're going to do that so I can turn your microphone down. Oh, sorry. She does that sometimes. Uh, <laughs> we're at home and she'll look at her phone and she'll go, Oh, oh no! And then she'll just pause, like leaving me in panic then, instead of just going, I forgot to do this, and I have to go, What? Yeah, it's because she wants a reaction. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's terrifying living with her. The jump... No, just have silence because this is important. Okay, press silence, please. The jumping fountains are back at Alice's Curious Labyrinth. Oh. (gasps) Bit of an anticlimax. Oh, no, that's that's, big, big news. It's great, but... uh, Yeah, (gasps) it's not like a... (gasps) Right, that's one of... From my, like, early, early trips to... My 90s trips to Disneyland Paris when it was with my parents, I would just remember them so distinctly because you don't remember the whole trip and big details from that age. What you remember is these little visions mm. and playing with those dancing fountains and sort of running between them and how magical I thought that was. This Not, is in the spiral, isn't it? It's in the there? spiral and they jump from one... Well, they, yeah. they kind of spit upwards and mm. they also jump from one to the other. And I just thought they were so amazing. And then they were definitely there when we went in our 20s. Yeah. And then when we went... At some point, definitely when we've been going back from Bonnie, they, they weren't there. This is nothing to do with COVID because they definitely weren't there in 2016, 2017, 2018. They weren't there. So I don't know why they went away. And I presumed it was because kids were being little idiots because the potential for, you know, abusing that and flicking water at each other is annoying. Or that just it was de- deemed unhygienic because it mm. was so long term that they were off. And now they're back. 
And I just couldn't be happier. That, because to me, that is Disney magic. (laughs) That is Disney magic, is the jumping fountains in Alice's Curious Labyrinth. I'm looking on uh, now a first trip with Bonnie to see if they were there. No, they weren't, definitely, because I was dying to show her because she was two. I thought she'll love these. I'm going to hold her up so she can catch one. And no, they definitely weren't there. And I was upset. So there you go. Oh, something else on my news but not really news list. Alison Hammond was there on the 30th. Yes. I was watching someone's video of the 30th and uh, she was there in the background. Thing is, I really <laughs> like Alison Hammond. I just, every time she's talking about anything, well, unless it's something really upsetting on Good Morning sometimes, but I just smile a and want, I want to I want to go on holiday with her and be a friend. <laughs> I just really like it. And the thought of going around Disneyland Paris with Alison Hammond, that... Sounds like a hoot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she was skipping along with the characters and waving, and I was like, yes, you go, girl, live your dream. Faze just said in the chat that she was there for the 5th and the 15th anniversaries. That's pretty cool. Isn't that it? is very cool, yeah. and I am very jealous. And she loves the fountains, so they were there on the 15th. Well, yeah, we know they were there on the 15th. I'm trying to think when I last definitely knew they were there. I can't think. Mark Riley, there's a bit of chat about Adventureland going on as well. Mark Riley said, um, regarding Adventureland, either a replacement expansion of the Indiana Jones adventure, a jungle cruise, or a bio cruise is is what he would like. Um, Personally, I want an enchanted tiki room, and I don't care what else goes in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's important to me. It's a a massive failure at this park that they decided not to put it in. (laughs) Is there anything tiki-themed at this park? There's not really anything tiki-themed, is there? Is there? I can't think of anything tiki no, themed. I, can think of. I just right. There's a thing going on with tiki in that tiki is not Polynesian culture, and it never really was. The no. the tiki culture is GIs coming back from World War Two, South Pacific, bringing things with them, mm-hmm. and then opening themed bars. So it's a very American thing. It's not a Polynesian thing. However, because that becomes kitsch and stereotyped some elements of it have now become culturally insensitive, which I I find a little frustrating. I can understand it from both points of view, but the thing is, it was never that culture anyway. It was always this culture, Mm. but now we're offending that culture, even though it's not technically that culture. I don't know. So it's it's very fuzzy. When when people start to believe that it is from Polynesia. Yeah. Uh, because we've, you know, we've kind of uh, it's, it's become misty over time, like where it came from. That's when it becomes complicated. That's couldn't something they call people know. I mean, I'm fully aware that you know it, it can be a bit problematic. Some of this stuff, yeah. But, like you know, tiki cups, and I'm wearing a like a, a shrunk, shrunken head Hawaiian stuff shirt like that. now. Yeah, but mm. I love exotica and all that yeah. stuff. I just, I, just I, I, I like it for the fantasy element. It's mm. not, it's not because I think um, oh, I'd love to go there because it'll just be like that. I just think. It's the fantasy element the, uh, that I like, uh, the caricature of it. And singing, Not the caricature. just singing animatronic parrots when you're sitting on bamboo benches. And I just, I love mm. it. Couldn't Thing you is- just rename it? The Enchanted Tiki Room, colon, it's not Polynesian. Yeah. And, and that would yeah. Ma- Mark's asking what's in the uh, in our Polynesian cups. <laughs> um, I'm quite liking this Wham stuff. Do you know, um, um, if, if I just told you it was ras- raspberry flavoured water, you'd be like, yeah, it's fine. Well, you know when, when you have a Wham bar yeah. and you get a big chunk of it that doesn't have the fizzy bits in it, that's what it tastes like. It tastes like the mm. tube bit without the fizz and, and it's it lacking the fizz. It never occurred to me that it was raspberry flavoured and it obviously is, isn't it? Yeah. I it love is. raspberry. It's all right, is that? I, I, I'm quite enjoying it. Good. What's next, Lucy? Um. Oh. Oh. The demon dog is back oh. from refurb. Oh. I'm not happy about this. Oh. I don't like. I don't <laughs> like that demon dog. Oh. And his his eyes wow. are even more green and piercing. That threadbare, disgusting demon dog. Where's it been <laughs> then? Love it. How long has it been away? I'm I'm unclear. We did we did report it, it a few months ago. Back in the last year. Has it been gone that long? I think so, yeah. It's been gone a little while ago. Can I just say, because someone's <coughs> noticed, the same without the I am now drinking from the can. The problem with this, and I was pre-prepared, is it's very small. And I I, I drink a lot. And you will see that I'm often here with a two-litre bottle drinking from that. I knew this wasn't going to last me for a whole hour long show. So I brought backups. But I'm sad about it, because anything you drink from this strawberry is doubly refreshing. You could have just um, been been really rude like you and I are and just poured your drink into your cup when I you could. opened your can. That would have been all right. I did it next to the mic for a- ASMR reasons, but I hate ASMR. 
I'm um, I'm. Tell m- people who don't know what ASMR is. What? Uh, I don't, I, I what's your problem? Is it autosensory something? Uh, I can't remember what it stands for, but yeah, it's uh, anything that whispering, whispering into uh, microphones, uh, um, rappers opening. It's literally all the stuff. I, I'm 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 miso misophonic. Is that the word? I have I have uh, misophonia, which is um, <clears throat> it uh, it's a flight or fight um response to sounds, especially those made by other people. So when I'm like being a bit grouchy about noises in the house lucy it's not just impatience it's a, it's a lit it's something i can't describe that makes me so angry <laughs> <laughs> and it's 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 a known condition so asmr when i see these adverts on youtube saying um play your S- your asmr videos um you know like when, when, people um, love it though when you've they? locked your phone like but you can keep your asmr videos going i'm like who would want to do that who would want to yeah. listen to them in the no, first some, place some people <laughs> get off on like glugging water and stuff like that i hate the sound of people pouring water on tv Uh, i'm so sorry if you listen back to this because i literally and i did it i did it but um so i'm so you know i'm a hypocrite i did it on the mic (laughs) the dunn family three weeks from now me and katie will be waiting for the fireworks i feel like the dunn family are always going there I know, and we should be always going there. No, I'm sad. However, I will say th- we're, go- we're all going soon. We're Thirty-two going. We're going. days, and we will be flying. It's a daddy-daughter trip, isn't it? Dunn family, is that right? Oh, that sounds lovely. Mm. Um, they've got limited edition Easter pins, and the new the new key is the Indiana Jones. But I've got bad news about both those things. You have to register online, Bertie, to um, buy them. <laughs> Does that still go? We asked like, that the other day. Still going? Still I yeah, honestly, if I was there on a day when a limited, being a pin trader, a collector, if I was there when a limited edition pin was being released, I'd be like, oh, I'll queue up for that. If I found out it was line, Bertie, I think I would go, oh, what bother. You're all right. You're all right. Not worth it. Because I hate that app. I hate <laughs> it. I still don't understand it. Yeah. It's unfair that you can like... I was going to do a video on how to use Lime Bertie when we were there, and then I realised I don't really know. Well, you <laughs> you press something, and then you actually you actually went back a page by mistake or something, or, or it didn't quite go through, so you immediately did it again, and it was sold out, like yeah, yeah, 20 like, seconds later. Like that. Yep, that's what happens. Because uh, hundreds of people This is the world we live in. I just time. can't be bothered. This is the world we live in. I would never go to a concert where um, they're like, right, tickets are released at 9am uh, on Monday morning, and by five past, they're all sold out. I just couldn't face that. No. I wouldn't even bother. Well, I didn't. Luckily, m- everything I like, um, no one, no one's interested in. So I would never have to like to <laughs> be competing for sellout tickets. There were three restaurants for Disney World I failed to get this time, and I, I pride myself on being a uh, sitting at the computer ten minutes before the time, going like that, and mm. I, I didn't get them, and I'm pretty gutted. But I will keep trying. Um, they've removed the charging stations from the arcade at the back of the Hyperion. The free ones. Yes, the free ones. Mm. Um, mm. And I think, se- I think they're selling charging sticks now. Mm-hmm. That might be why. It's a mistake. Well, if you follow your tips, though, you should be taking a charging stick with you, you anyway. Should, yeah, you should be taking a big old <clears throat> a big old brick. Yeah, that's where your weight goes. And, I know I've said this before, but um, we found a plug, an outdoor plug socket in... Adventureland on our first trip and it's literally my fondest memory of that trip <laughs> because we had a we had a, a little digital camera to video stuff on and it was running out of juice and I was like oh no oh no and we found this outdoor plug and I had the plug with me and you know I had a little plastic cover over it and we just sat and we, and we were saying are we are we allowed here is this, oh, a, is this in 2001 yeah is this a staff <laughs> thing and is, I remember charging is my it camera. The cleaner comes around with a hoover. I think so. Like, I was secretly charging it on this like, outdoor plug, and I was like, "This is great." <laughs> <laughs> and that's my fondest memory of that trip. Top tip. And you've not been um, able to find it. I since. bet that plug's. Well, I haven't been able to find it, but I'd love to know if that plug's still there in Adventureland. It's like a little circle. There's it was like a little enclosed is, circle with a couple of benches. If this is anything to do with nickel and diming, I will just be so cross because they've got you into a position where you are relying on your phone for so much. Yeah. The, the the least they can do, the least they can do is a couple of plug sockets and some air conditioning mm-hmm. for people to charge it up. I mean, why wouldn't they? They're not they're not benefiting from your phone dying. Oh they? no. 
You know what I mean? The problems, it like if everyone's phone dies at 2, t- 2 p.m., like the whole, they all everyone in the park, yeah. problems everywhere. People, you know, people queuing up to, people to, to just not leave I've got park. tickets, but I can't get my phone. It's been a nightmare. I'm just, just, just to, to throw some balance in here, do you not think the current energy crisis, particularly in Europe, where they rely quite heavily on, um, like, Russia, Russia Ukraine, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Do you not think possibly they're going, do you know what? It's not cost effective. I know it, it is the thing about it being free, but if you think that energy is doubled in, in price, more than doubled in price, it's free free to us now is actually costing them twice as much money as it was before. That's so true. It could be a temporary removal in the hope that things will get better in the future. It could be, yeah. but I feel like there are other places that a, a park that size could save energy costs. We do need to see. We do phones. need to see what like what happens if they replace them or if there's an alternative that's that's happening. We, yeah, we need mm. to wait and see. But we're speculating at the moment. But mm. um, the way things are generally across the park, it wouldn't surprise us if they found some way to monetize even this. I mean, they have already, haven't they? Because you, yeah. you you can buy like pa- power um, banks and everything in, in the parks and whatever. But um, you know, if if it's the, if it's the only way now is to pay for it, then that's going to be very disappointing. Yes, that makes me sad. Right. Okay. So we've got about fourteen minutes left of the show. Do you want to know what I've done this week? Yes, we do. do you, right. So this week, um, in fact, on Good Friday again, actually. Uh, we were sat in bed, 11 o'clock at night, about to turn our phones off. And Laura said, I've just been on this Facebook group and, and someone says that they've booked their restaurants for December. And I said, well, that seems a bit odd. I'll have a bit of a look and see whether we can book. And I went on and sure enough, the week that I'm going is there and available to book. And it looks like people who who are paid up through Disney now can book earlier on their restaurants. So you still, if you're traveling and you haven't yeah, and you're just getting tickets or whatever, I'd think it'll be still be different and you won't be able to access it. But it was specifically the week that we booked is completely open and ready to book. So we've booked all of our restaurants Ooh, that's for nice. the entire holiday. Mm. The only thing we haven't done is we want to go to Waltz one day and it isn't available to book on the app. So we've well, just decided, decided we will decided see. We'd like, yeah, we'd really like to go to Waltz. Uh, so we've decided that if it comes on, then we'll book it. If it doesn't, we'll have a look and see what we can do. But we've got three three and a half months before we go anyway so plenty of time for us to look and see if we can mm. get in there we've also gone back to magic breaks we've booked through and asked them to put in a uh, character breakfast for us as well as well on one of the days so we've done that and we've paid the extra for that already up front i think i said before that we've moved to full board did i tell you this i can't remember if i told you yes i think so i don't know if i told you online or offline but we, we decided the other week that just just for the sake of of having everything all ironed out and sorted we, we'd go full board it was only going to cost us it wasn't going to cost us masses more but it would work out cheaper um than having to faff about so we just thought yeah we'll book it all in we know we can go and sit down so now we're completely booked in everything now for that's our, fantastic for holiday, which is so tell cool. us everything you've booked then okay i can't remember the exact whens of, of everything so i'll do my best here but <clears throat> we've booked uh the um the steakhouse that we stayed at, that we went in last time what's that one called um silver spur, silver spur, spur yeah. so next to the we've booked the silver spur the for the lunchtime the first day i know that we've booked downtown i think for the evening of the first day that's we, at the out of marvel at hotel the out of marvel yeah mm-hmm. we've booked remy's um all the all the kind of big themed kind of premium we've booked for lunch times or, or yeah or sort of early afternoon so we've booked remy's we've booked uh captain jacks yes We've we decided to have I think we've put two nights in at the Hunters Grill at Sequoia just because we thought it's an opportunity for us to go back to the hotel for a bit. So we thought on those nights yeah. we'll probably go back and eat at like six o'clock ish. Very nice. Maybe go back as well. to the hotel, get changed and stuff to go back yeah. out in the evening. Um, we've booked the Manhattan as well, so we're going to do both the Marvel ho- uh, Marvel restaurants. How many is that? One, two, three. I can't remember. What about um, Auberge? Uh, we haven't booked Auberge, no. We decided that the extra money on that was a bit much for us and uh, we decided to do a character. Basically, mm. the boys weren't interested in doing the princesses. No, fair enough. Um, all right. <laughs> I saw that look on your face, thank you. Carry on, I wasn't going to say anything. No, no. <clears throat> it, it looked enough. On the, it, oh, on the podcast, look is nothing, is it? But anyway. <laughs> um, and, and we decided that for Plaza Gardens, the, the increase in cost to do the evening meal is substantial in comparison to 
paying the extra for the breakfast. Yes. So we yes. thought we'd do the character breakfast. And also, it's 8.15, we're in there before magic hour, uh, early magic time starts, yeah. and then we're straight into the park for, for early magic time once we've eaten as well. So it's just, it's, it's a really nice time to go and, and do that. And then the other place that we've booked is Agrabah as well. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That good, sounds it? awesome. It is good. That sounds really yeah. good. And the great thing is we booked it that early that if we want to, we can cancel every single one of them yeah. and change yeah. it and do something different. But for the time being, we know exactly what we're doing and when we're doing it. And um, so just to give it a plug, I was watching your your video mm-hmm. on, on what you put in your bag up. yesterday. And uh, one of the things you were talking about was if you've got a, anybody under the age of, of six, take a push chair mm. now ollie's five we're not taking the push chair but i know what he's going to be like and i think the the fact that we know we're going to have sit down meals twice a day will make a massive difference to yes. us well to manage it yeah so yeah there you go that's what we're doing Lovely it's good stuff. isn't it it's good yeah. isn't it mm. i'm excited that sounds awesome yeah hey there we are sorry i thought we were caught with the chat and then you just moved your mouth oh, yeah i just scrolled, going, up, so I'd, I'd scrolled up a little bit earlier because uh um uh, Kelfie was asking about me, uh, where, where are the must-eat restaurants in the village, and I was just looking back to see what people were saying. Oh, I don't know what other people said, but we did really enjoy um, Billy Bob's. Is it the the Grange? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's above there, yeah, that's, and yeah, there's that's a buffet fine. one up there. I controversially really liked um, Rainforest Cafe. It's quite an expensive choice, I really liked and it, it there. Wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be on the dining plan. It's a bit different food wise as well to a lot of the other places because it's, it it's it's good. Um, I find Annette's food very uh, very bland. Well, we we didn't go. Th- we went there. Well, we went there when I went there with when I was a teenager. My mum and loved it, and then we went back a few years ago, and it was just. Such bad service and such bland food. We didn't go back for years. And we went back last time. And then we took it, uh, we went back again last August and nice. it hasn't really redeemed itself. It's, it's fine. It's very basic food, isn't it? it? It's just... Lucas's, uh, Lucas's girlfriend's mum, she said about Annette, she said dogs. the food was fine, she said, but the service, it was so slow getting the food that mm. she said she wouldn't go back there again. No. The place that she recommended was the steakhouse and I know... Um, Haven't been Mark there. Chester said, I think I think it was Mark Chester said in the chat that, that they really liked it there, but, but she said the steakhouse was the best place that they ate when they went the other week. Kelfie's asking how many times we've been to Orlando. Uh, we've only been once so far, second time's coming up. But like I was going to say, when you, when, <laughs> when you think of American food, you think of like the flavours, it's so delicious. It's, it's just it's brilliant. And then Annette's... It's like, it's the most basic flavours of a hot dog with maybe some onions on it and then some fries and maybe some chicken nuggets or something like that. Uh, your burgers, whatever. It's all, it's all just like, it, it all tastes exactly like what it is, which is like, it tastes like a burger with some cheese on it and some onions and some ketchup. It doesn't taste like, mm. you, you know, you're never going, oh, what have they done to this? Have they caramelised something? Mm. It's, you don't get that at Nets. Unless, you know, no, people could tell me otherwise, but, but both times I've been, I've just been going... I've, I've said this before, in that the problem with Disneyland Paris food is it's American food being produced by the French, and it's just not... It's not culturally... It just doesn't match. Now, when the French are allowed to do what they do best, which is these buffet restaurants with mm. the petit fours, and it is the um, signature restaurants with the quite elaborate meals, it's amazing. But when they have to do the American food, the burgers and the... It's just... And cookies. It's all right, It's always it? just like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um Yes, we are going to... There are some questions about Disney World. We've only been once in 2019. We were Disneyland Paris purists for years to the point where we were almost deliberately not going to Orlando. We were being a bit, no, because we have our home park and we mm-hmm. don't need to go over there. We have everything we want in Orlando. And to be fair, we absolutely loved every second for 15 days. To po- We just didn't want to leave. To the point that you did what? Uh, well, within a month of coming back, we'd booked another one but unfortunately that was for May 2020 and from then we just kept rebooking every three months and it kept getting cancelled but, but in what the else mid- did you do in the middle of that <laughs> I realized that all the, this money that wasn't getting spent on going to Disney World which is I'll be frank with the amount it was over six thousand pounds because that's how much the package was going to cost I could put into a down payment 
more than 50% of a DVC contract. And so I then bought DVC contract. So we have pretty much, even though we've only been once by this point, we should have been three, should have been multiple times by now, but we've signed up to going yearly for the next 33 years. And, and how can people learn more about your DVC? If journey? you want to know more about DVC and what it is and what I bought and what it cost, because I'm, I'm, I don't believe in being coy with what you spend. I'm too skint for that. I'll just tell you. Um, then you can go on our YouTube channel and I've got a whole load of DVC um, videos. But we will be using our DVC contract for the first time in 31 days. Welcome home. And we will be staying at the Bay Lake Tower, which is at the Contemporary Resort. And we just... Spoiler, we never in a million years thought we would be in an income bracket where we could stay at one of these monorail hotels. Because what we were just saying about the Disneyland um, hotel, it's that kind of bracket price-wise, and we just didn't think we'd be able to. And then we just found this workaround, became DVC members, pay on points. Resale scum. We are resale scum. Gingerfox83 is uh, singing Orlando in the chat. Yes. Sea um, World and Disney. We were asked this uh, very recently, but um, who was it who was, who was asking about Universal? Oh, it was a magical by Sarah. Uh, you going to Universal too? No plans at the moment. No. No, we talked a bit about that last week. Didn't this, yes, yeah, 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 there's a thing with that. I don't know. You see, I, whenever we go off Disneyland Paris, I feel a bit bad. And now we've got the Patreon show. I'm like, oh, I can talk about that then. But, <laughs> but basically, every time I've booked, I know we've only been once, but I have booked six holidays now. We've looked at the possibility of doing a split stay with um, Universal and there's always just reasons not to. Now, having said that, Disney, with its little cheeky habits of nickel and diming, are actually removing some of the reasons every week. Mm. Like um, we used to get free airport transportation with the Magical Express and they've taken that away. And one of the reasons I didn't want to go to Universal was it was a faff getting there and back when I could just go straight to Disney for free. Well, now I'm paying for airport transfers. I may as well pay for an airport transfer to Universal. And just loads of other things like that. So I think there's a good chance that when we go next year, we will do Universal. But we go to Orlando because we are Disney fans. We're really no interest in SeaWorld and Busch Gardens and places like that. Mm. We might do Universal. There you are. Mm. Um, So I've got housekeeping to do. Shall I do that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to press the roundup button, even though it's not a roundup. Audience trip roundup. It's really funny when we press the buttons here, we've got a little speaker, but it's Bluetooth and it doesn't kick in until halfway through the jingle, does it? <laughs> yeah. And it's always just a little bit of worry about whether or not it's actually happening. Did it work? Um, yeah, there's no no trip roundups today. I think it's the first time that we've not had one for a while, isn't it? Mm. We've not had anything to report, but... Good, we're busy. <laughs> we've got lots to cover in the next two minutes <laughs> but we do have um, three shout outs to Patreons one of them is uh, a Patreon who's been been around for quite a while now but um, we didn't do his shout out for him so this is for David Wilson David says hi Chris uh, let's go easy on Hugh and request Kermit if I'm allowed to pick a song can I have Kermit singing everything is awesome from either of the Lego movies I'm holding up Kermit but I forgot he's green he's so uh, he's <laughs> a bit transparent <laughs> that's brilliant Oh, we could do a Halloween. thing with that. Right. Yeah. Chris, uh, just pop some reverb on this. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, Kermit singing Everything is Awesome for, for who's this? For David Wilson. David, this is for you. Enjoy. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome when you're living out a dream. I thought it was when you're living in a dream, but I found out today it's literally the opposite. It's when you're living out a dream. Yay! <laughs> Brilliant. That's one down, Hugh. You. you can rest your vocal cords in a minute. <laughs> I'll uh, have a drink. Next up is Cheryl Yates. She uh, became a Patreon this week and she's messaged saying, finally supporting you properly with Patreon. I've had lots of shouts out and mentions on the show, so I thought it was my turn to give something back. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Thanks, if Hugh wants to do a shout out, I'll let him choose what he thinks is his best impression. <laughs> Thanks for such a friendly and welcoming show and all of the extra videos on your channel. I'm focused on Walt Disney World now for a first ever trip next year, so looking forward to any content you do on that. Thanks again, Cheryl. Now, I did what I think is my best impression uh, recently, which is uh, Stitch. Ah, oh, Stitch is good, yeah. Um, 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 it was, yeah, it was for someone's birthday. but um, So I'm not going to do Stitch again. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this is my family. It's little and broken. I'm going to do... Um, I've got another uh, little character here. Which is Edna Mode. 
So this is for Cheryl, is it? Uh, yes, it's for Cheryl, yeah. Cheryl, thank you, darling. You're absolutely fabulous. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> and finally... Oh, there's more. There's one more, yeah. By um, the way, people, like, I know people go, oh, God, he, here he is. He thinks he's good with his impressions. I know these are bad. I know when they're, they're not, bad. They're not bad. <laughs> I, mean, oh, I like, like they're not bad. They're not, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're no Nicholas Cage, are they? They're better oh, than Andy Peters' yeah. impressions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Ian Young then became a patron yesterday, I think. Ian Young. Um, oh, and wow. he, he said, hi, new Patreon. Cheers for the weekly show. Thanks to you, I've booked our first family trip to DLP on the 11th of December for three nights, staying at Santa Fe using Eurostar Disney Express. If my son Stanley's seven years could get a shout-out of some kind in the voices of some of the Cars characters, that would be awesome. Thanks, Ian Young from Wrexham. He's so, the same age as our daughter. This is yeah. Ian's son Stanley. Stanley, yeah. Uh, in Mater, style of Mater, did you say? Well, any characters from Cars? Well... I know, like, we we have a character on the show, we have a character called uh, Jeffrey, who sounds a bit like Mater, um, but he sounds like this, he's quite high-pitched, but I know that Mater's a bit a bit lower, isn't he? He's a bit more gravelly like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Mater sings a song, which is a version of the uh, Humphrey Hop, which is an old Disney song, I don't know if you've heard it, but uh, I can't remember which, which instalment of Cars this is on, but uh, he sings this song and it goes... First you find a can from a rusty van, bump, bump. Quicker than a dart, make it into art, bump, bump. That's the way it's done. It's a lot of fun, bump, bump. Left a mouth funk, making sculptures out of junk. <laughs> that was adorable. And, um... So that was for you, <laughs> Stanley. And, um, oh. and I'm sure McQueen would say, wow, thanks. Um, yeah, what, what else does uh, McQueen say? Not a lot. He goes, I need to get to California f- as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> bump, bump. Wow. Later. Later. So that's our Disney Street Pals over on Patreon for you. Um, I've just seen in the chat, so Sarah Bird 87 has just said, I have to say, I thought I was a DLP fan before I started listening, but over the last few months, you have made me so much more excited about my next visit in June, so oh. thank you all. I thought you were going to say, oh. our <laughs> I say over the last two minutes, but uh, no, if anything, I've probably turned her off. And uh, Magical Sarah said, and I think there's quite a few people probably in the same boat here, but Mag- Magical by Sarah says, I personally don't sign up to any kind of monthly subscriptions. I understand that. Yeah. But do you have a platform where, you can, where we can donate? I'd love to contribute as you guys are great without having to sign up. Oh, we'll have to get a coffee. <laughs> well, wait, coffee, c- coffee accounts. You know about coffee? No. Um, it's like, uh, it's just like, you can do like one-off payments. It's like basically like the, the price of a cup of coffee. I know we... <laughs> Um, we watch a Walt Disney World news guy called Braden, mm. and his Mickey views, and he's really good. And I think when he started when he started his channel, he was like sixteen or seventeen, but his brain mm. is the size of a planet, and he like he goes into really analytical stuff. And uh, for, at the age of like I don't know, he must have been about nineteen or twenty. He decided he was going to move to Orlando, and he just said, "I can't afford to." So if you guys want to contribute, there's a PayPal down below. And I thought, you know what? I really want you to move to Orlando. Because <laughs> he lived, I think he lived in Atlanta. Um, so he was driving up and down a lot, which, I mean, that's further than... Mm. We, we can't mm. comprehend American distances, can we? You know, it's like forever away. Two hours for us is like, that's a bit of a trek. And, and for Americans, that's like... A 12-hour drive. That's no popping to the, pop the mm. shops. Um, some bread. So I, I would just like, so he just put a PayPal link underneath and I just I donated like £15. I was like, go on, get yourself I, I mean, to Orlando. The, the idea behind Patreon was just that it was something easy to set up, I think. And, and now we've started giving the additional content as well. I feel a little bit better about better it. Better about doing sense. it, yeah. But I guess you, you're Can- right, you do have to sign up for it. Um, you can cancel your subscription as soon as you've signed up if you wanted to. So you could literally go in, mm. um, sign up, Pay whatever amount you want to pay, and then and then cancel your subscription straight away, and you would have access for that for up until the following first of the month, so to speak. You'd be able to watch all the the videos and listen to the the content that's on there, and then it would go away afterwards if you wanted to do that. But it does sound like a faff, to be honest, doesn't it, Sarah? So, <laughs> so maybe, I maybe why it's, I don't want to do that. What I'm saying is maybe it's just well, worth, and it's probably worth talking about this off microphone as oh, well. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> but um, just using our. Uh, 37 Disney Street email to set up a PayPal just in case anyone ever wants to. Yeah, I yeah. Think we can find and you know, you know, we don't. I always say this, I'm sorry, don't sound defensive, but uh, you know, 
Don't we're not a, any, anyone to be under the false impression that we're using this for our for our trips or anything like that. We're not. Mm. I mean, you know I what? Keep accounts. We don't. Everything. We don't even pay for the ears. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, someone asked about your ears. It's for. Um, Ooh. It's for technical equipment and uh, costs of hosting and things, isn't it? These were a gift from our good friend of the show, um, Susie. She was one of our first friends mm. of the show because she's a friend in real life, but she's a massive Disney fan. And she sent us a little goodie box a couple of years ago and these were in them. Now, the thing is, I don't wear ears because two things, alopecia won't go into it. Um, but also I've just realised they give me a terrible headache and I'm dying to take them off. But <laughs> I do like having them for shows and videos, even though I probably wouldn't wear them in the parks. So, um, yeah, these are Small World because she knows that Small World is my favourite, favourite ride. And I just love... And then I have them for decoration in my bedroom. Hmm. Um, Bob Sangwell, our old friend... Another friend of the show. He's not old, but he's been a friend for a while. I mean, uh, our friend... (laughs) I'm making a mess of this. Our friend Bob Sangwell has sent us another copy. Chris has got this. It's Mm. uh, the first 50 years. Um, It's word search and other puzzles about Walt Disney... um, world history uh, so it's um it's disney history and disney puzzles uh, so he sent us a copy of his book and i've just noticed actually i didn't realize this before there's a dedication in the front that says Ooh. another for the throne room bob because he knows i like a, a, bog book. a bog book yeah i like these for the airplane though and i this is how i'm selling well, sure it to other people down first right? so, <laughs> so, so you know there's um available on amazon i believe isn't it yeah um, um, bob it's think... called bob sangwell s-a-n-g well bob sangwell and he did and uh, and he did sing well, but, and it's got puzzles and history, and it's, it's you know it's but like, the history is in with the puzzles. It's very clever the way he's done it because it, there'll be facts and things, but then you get another fact when you finish solving the puzzle. It's really good, and it's really good for a plane journey because it's it's a puzzle book and a reading book, and yeah. it's Disney related. He's a Disney historian, an archivist, and an all round nice guy. It was originally, yes. I believe, called Walt Disney World the first fifty years, and they had problems with it yes. when they tried to put it on Amazon, so he hasn't been able to use the Disney name in the title correct and that is one of the, i That's guess probably problem. causing some issues when he's trying to sell it his other book does have disney in the title so this one doesn't so uh go and look for the first 50 years or look for bob sangwell um yeah and if again you disney it, quiz i think it it's just well, another so. um independent disney enthusiast who is just worth supporting this is the thing there's a whole like Cottage industries out there of people who just and love uh, it. he's got an interview this and week. We're not charging for parking the way that Chapek is. If you want to know more, more about Bob, he's on uh, Chat Disney. Is it this week? He's on on Chat Disney. Yes, with, he is. Uh, with, yeah. uh, I believe so. Tomorrow's episode. Mercedes, yeah. Mercedes is interviewing him. Mm. Mm. Dumb family says super chats. Can't you turn on super chats? I don't know what that is, but I can look into I it. I would imagine that is that for for a certain uh, level. I think you have to have your thousand subscribers again, like you do for a lot of these uh, business-related things. We're trying to do I'll tell you what, I watch some. I like I watch abroad in Japan, and it, it does a live stream, and the, mon- the people throw money at them when mm. <laughs> when they're doing a live stream. It's, it's super chat. They must make hundreds per stream. Really? Mm. Yeah. Let's let's go on that gravy train. <laughs> <laughs> mm. There we are. Right. Oh. Yeah. That's all right. You were just going to finish, and I was going to say, don't don't forget to mention what we're doing straight after yes. this. That's all I was going to say. What we do straight <laughs> after this now, because we do we are getting a growing Patreon membership, and we want want to give something back because you're supporting all these green screens and equipment and stuff. Is we turn all this off, we strip it down, so we just sat at a kitchen table in front of a green screen, and we do our Patreon after show party, which is basically an additional twenty minutes where we just talk about anything. What did we talk so, about last week? Uh, we talked about Moon Nights. Mm-hmm. We talked. I've got an update on my oh, Disney yeah. Bounds. I'm yeah, going to do. I'm going to do that yeah. week. Like I'm doing some Disney Bounds, so you can see some of my Disney Bounds. We just talk about anything that's Disney, but because we do the Disneyland Paris show, we tend to not talk about Disneyland Paris. We then talk about all the all the surrounding fandom that we're just. We're probably going to talk about the Lion King show, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to talk mm. about Lion King. Yeah, because we've lost today. We've all seen it now. Mm. Um, so yeah if you want to join us for the after show party you can join Patreon which the link will be in the description down below won't it Chris the Patreon yes it always is say this with confidence and I have nothing to do with it Um, and if you are a Patreon member are are we doing it live this week or will that be next week no well I think we were going to discuss whether we do it live or not I think we'll, we'll we could do it live very easily so it's a possibility, but obviously at the same time, it depends how many of you want to join. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll try and gauge that and make a decision. Other than that, you can find the link 
on Patreon, can't you? Yeah, once we've recorded it and it's all done, I will post it on Patreon for those of you who are Disney Street pals and uh, and you'll get access. That's and important. for anyone who is currently planning for or packing for a Disneyland Paris holiday, I'm like, my heart is fluttering for you and I hope you <laughs> have a magical, magical time. Um, I put another video out this week, so if you want to think about how you pack your park bag, go on the YouTube channel, and I think we've rattled on long enough now, haven't we? So, yes. yes. <laughs> thank you all for listening. These have been the boys. I've been Lucy. Good night. Oh, no, I haven't pressed the right button. Do oh, I, no. I do that too quick. Oh, I do just that too quick. Oh, 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 Christopher. And Tiki That's the way you do it. It's a lot of fun.